1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position by position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts
2: how your Washington football team defeated the Raiders and what it means for the future, all of that. And we're handing out game balls on this victory Monday episode of the locked on Washington football team podcast.
3: You are locked on Washington football team, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
2: You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Dave Harrison, writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and MetHurst show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern and on the Odyssey app. We thank you for making the Locked on Washington football team podcast first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms and on Twitter at Russellmania621 at Harrison 82 and LockedWFTPod. The Washington football team defeated The Las Vegas Raiders by a score of 17 to 15 and now move to six and six on the season. An amazing feat considering they were just two and six like yesterday, it seems. But unfortunately, Chris, some bad news in the process as the Washington football team loses. As they're starting to get healthy, Mm -hmm. it looks like they've lost tight end Logan Thomas again
0: yeah this is uh, you know this is brutal news uh, after an emotional gut check win on a very short week and a long turn a long travel and uh, with the Dallas Cowboys coming to town uh, next Sunday David this uh, this sucks. Uh, so according to both Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport here on Sunday evening as we record this, we waited as long as we could and we got the news uh, and now it's go time. It looks like Logan Thomas, unfortunately has a torn ACL and perhaps more. They'll confirm that uh, on Monday, Uh, but when they report it like this, I'll just take you behind the curtain. I'm sure you know this, uh, but maybe our audience doesn't. These guys are getting this from either Ron Rivera or, you know, a general manager or whatever, Uh, in all likelihood, Ron Rivera, number one. And number two, they're all, you know, it could be from, the player's agent, I guess, I suppose, uh, mm-hmm. but but more, you know, they're reporting this because they do the sideline, the immediate test, which PTs and and and, and head athletic trainers they know enough they can they can feel, and they can see right mm-hmm. away within ninety nine out of a hundred percent certainty whether the ACL is shot and. That's probably what happened here uh, on the field or as soon as they got him back in the locker room uh, and they probably knew it pretty quickly and that's what they're basically fearing and that's what we should expect. Uh, Unfortunately, I I, got to say this. I mean, I've watched the replay uh, maybe a hundred times and it is an unnecessary low hit. I, I saw it immediately, David, and I went back and I watched it several times on slow zoom replay. Um, Mm -hmm. Logan Thomas is kind of sifting from right to left in terms of blocking on an Antonio Gibson run uh, up the middle. And he's not doing anything other than his job. And Yannick Ngakwe, a longtime veteran defensive lineman who's done a lot of good things in this league. I'm not quite sure, honestly, what he's doing. I'm really not like, I mean, he clearly hits him on the knee or just below. I don't know what he's doing. He's not engaging the block. He's not trying to make a tackle that you can say, well, ah, he's just reaching for Antonio Gibson. None of that is true. So unless I'm seeing it the wrong way, and I don't think I am, because I've watched it probably 75 times at this point, uh, I thought live that it was very suspect and questionable Uh, watching it more. I thought it was even more suspect and questionable watching it over and over and over and over and over again on a loop, just as we're recording this. And just as we got the news, I'm even more convinced it was unnecessary, dirty, uh, not a football play, not, you know, not legit. And it, it just ended a season for Logan Thomas. And more importantly, or just as importantly, I, I would also say not only does it take some of the joy out of a big win, but it also really, really hurts the Washington football team's chances of improving from 6-6 six and six now and winning a division or solidifying their playoff spots. It doesn't end it, but it really hurts.
2: Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a huge part of that offense. He's a huge weapon. He's a huge leader. He's a captain on the team. He's obviously a very versatile weapon. Um, he's, he's someone that when you have a quarterback that has some inconsistencies, the way that Taylor Heineke does, he is one of the guys along with guys like Terry McLaurin that can make some of those look okay. That can, that can cover up some of those errors, some of those flaws. Uh, and he's the kind of guy you need on the field and it's, it's upsetting. It's disappointing that it happened the way that it did. I don't know Yannick Ngakwe. I remember a uh, very talented player. He's a captain on the Raiders defense as well for what that's worth. There's only two things I can think of outside of Yannick Gakway, just kind of flout saying, you know what, I'm going to go hit this dude low, uh, that that would not necessarily make it better, but potentially in the, in the heat of battle, maybe explain it. One uh, could be maybe he got cut block earlier in the game, didn't appreciate it. And basically it's his way of coming back, which we know in all sports and baseball, especially hockey, stuff like that, there are unwritten rules of, of retribution and payback and all that stuff. And if I, and I don't know, you'd have to go back through the game. You know, if Logan went low on Yannick at one point and Yannick said, Hey dude, you know, I got it. You're you're gonna get it back, and that's that's basically what he's doing. I'm not saying I co-signed it. I'm not saying I approve of it personally. Uh, but you know, we do know of rules like that in other fields of athleticism, uh, or it could be one of those things where Yannick, you know, not not completely clear where the play was going, thought maybe Logan was leaking out uh, the backside of the of the action uh, to be a receiver and didn't want him to get away with it, and, and he decided uh, unfortunately to go low on Logan. And, and listen, every time the concussion conversation comes up. Uh, football players that are candid about it will tell you that they would rather a player go low on them or uh, go high on them rather than go low on them because uh, you hit somebody up, up high, even a concussion, usually you're going to miss two, three weeks at the most. And that's usually for a severe concussion, you're going to miss two or three weeks. And you're going to come back, but you hit them in the knee and look at what we're dealing with right now. You're probably looking at Logan Thomas being done for the year and he's going to miss a lot of his offseason training time, potentially that he could be uh, committing to his craft and said he's going to be committing it to healing and trying to rehab uh, before spending the early part of the spring trying to get back into football shape. So yeah. uh, an unfortunate situation. And and Chris, you know, to, to the, to the evidence of his impact up until that point, three catches 48 yards and a touchdown and a guy that opened up a lot of underneath at lanes in the passing game, as the defense was was accounting for him running through their linebacker group and into the secondary.
0: Yeah. I mean, you start on, um, you know, the, the, the first, the very first drive of the game and he, Uh, makes a tremendous catch in the end zone for the first score for the first touchdown. It was not a good throw by Taylor Heineke in terms of accuracy. It was high. It was outstretched. It was one handed, basically capping off a excellent, excellent drive nine plays, 75 yards, five minutes and 21 seconds to start the game. And he's worked his ass off to get to this point. uh, I'm just crushed for him. Um, You know, in terms of the impact that he's made on this team, even though he missed, what, four or five weeks, obviously, uh, actually more than that. Coming back from the hamstring after the Atlanta win in week four, uh, make no mistake about it, his loss is is kind of immeasurable. Obviously, Logan Thomas, the big news uh, on Sunday night uh, in terms of the injury, his status moving forward, we'll get official confirmation Uh, likely on Monday afternoon. Before we get to our immediate analysis on the game, which we just kind of started cutting the corner on, why don't we listen to a voicemail uh, and get the pulse of the Washington football team nation.
4: It's LP in New Jersey. Let's go! That's all I got.
0: that's short and sweet by our pal LP. I mean, he's excited. We're all excited. I mean, we're kind of bummed right now because as we record this, we again, just got the news of Logan Thomas, but David, I mean, four straight wins. That's awesome. Guys, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live and another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friend login for the good stuff. Well, We want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter, the confusion, and get your TV together. What are you waiting for with TV Stream? You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package.
2: This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
0: Hi, thanks for making the Lockdown On Washington football team podcast your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We heard from LP, short, sweet, and effective. Let's hit the voicemail line again before our immediate analysis.
4: Woo! That's right, baby. Skins win again. Four in a row. That's right. I'm so hyped up. I don't know what to do. D-Money. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. Russ, what, what, what's up, man? Four wins in a row, baby. Telling you. That's what I said when I said my last message. We were going to rumble. That's exactly what happened. We rumbled. We won the game, baby. This is Hall Skins, and let's go.
0: All right, Hogskins, we appreciate the passion, baby. Uh, We understand it as well. Four in a row is a big deal. Um, David, real quickly, before we get into the rest of the show, uh, this is the second four-game winning streak in the second half of the season in each of Ron Rivera's first two seasons at the helm. Now, last year's ended with four. Who knows what will happen against Dallas? It's going to be tough, obviously. Uh, Dallas is going to have extra time here uh, to prepare, rest, what have you. Uh, they're going to have certainly a significant um, uh, amount of fans uh, at FedEx Field on Sunday. But the bottom line is, you know, this current four-game winning streak, while the last year's was three road games, you know, I, I would say this was probably, to me, this might be more impressive and here's why it started with tampa and yes you got some guys back but you didn't get a whole lot of guys back um and they were really beat up still coming out of the buy and to start with tampa who was coming in off a of buy and was well rested and even though they weren't 100 percent right you know tampa better than any team they beat in last year's four game streak yes even undefeated Pittsburgh. Trust me, they were. At Carolina, dealing with the whole Cam Newton thing, okay. I mean, you know, they got through that. Seattle, Monday night, vanquishing those demons of the Monday night football TV series streak that they were on hadn't won since 2014. And then to go on the road on a short week after a physical game on Monday night, Short week, Pacific time zone, loud environment, new stadium, all of the things about Las Vegas that you can pop and the Raiders off the map, and to basically hold them to 15 points. Really? I mean, to me, I think this winning streak uh is 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 a little bit more impressive than last year's winning streak.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and I wrote something like that, you know, in that similar vein for SI.com that uh you know the it might look the same, it might look very similar to what's happening in the back half of this season what happened in the back half of last season, but they're really very very different and you point out uh, specifically that Seattle game and then this game, you look at that Seattle game a two point win uh against the Seahawks, but the way that it went down right the seahawks uh kind of take a lead a little, a little bit earlier in the game, but then Washington comes in, takes control of the game, takes the lead, and from that point on uh I, you know I can't say everybody uh probably felt you know the same way that I did as I was watching, but basically you kind of felt like Washington kind of had a handle on that game. They had a kind of a grip. There were some chunk plays here and there and some moments where you kind of said, Oh no, you know, is this, is this where they lose their grip? But for the most part, it was, it was kind of a game that they controlled for, for most, for most of it, if not all of it. And then you look at this game here today and it's a game that they control for most of it, kind of going through it. And you kind of wonder, you know, is is this fact that this offense isn't putting points on the board uh, while their defense is keeping the Raiders off the board, going to come back and bite you in the butt. And then the Raiders take a late lead, uh, in the game, the only lead they had, the first lead of the entire day, and you kind of say, okay, now we're going to find out what this offense is really made of, and they come back, so they lose control of the game, then they come back and they grab it at its most critical moment, and they come away with the victory. So, the, you know, the win, the winning streaks look the same. The two-point wins look the same from a stat sheet perspective, but the way they went down and the way these last two wins especially went down really are very, very different, and I think that in the development of a team – And the growth, and and the talking about the 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 solidarity, the the line that the uh, locker room is going to feel towards each other. These are the kinds of wins that you need, you know, as a as a team. I always kind of go back to the undefeated New England Patriots. That team didn't really face a whole lot of adversity until they got to the Super Bowl. And then once they got to the Super Bowl and faced that little bit of adversity, you could kind of tell that team really didn't know how to dig themselves out of that situation because they hadn't really been punched in the mouth uh, for, you know, for in the season, I mean, granted, you know, they trailed at some points and all that stuff and, and all that. But I mean, really at the end of the day, they were kind of always the best team on the field. And that was just kind of how it was going to be in that game. You really kind of saw for the first moment, look like thing, And there were some, some miracle moments and all that got it, but things were kind of breaking the way that's like, Hey, Hey, Pat's like, you might actually have to go out there and earn this one instead of just kind of being the best team. And it's going to happen. And these are the kinds of wins that the Washington football teams put together. And they've been underdogs or even odds uh, in every single one of them, and I think that's another part of this. The, the question moving forward, I expect them to be underdogs against Dallas, but if you pull off a win in, again against Dallas and you move in to your matchups against the, the Eagles and then you've got the Giants again in there, you're going to start being favored in some of these games. Does this team bring the same fire being favored in some of these games the, as they do as an underdog? But fortunately, you've got probably at least one more week of seeing them yeah in that underdog role to completely grow into uh, who they are and and their identity as a team.
0: I'm okay with them being underdogs. This is the first time back to back 17, 15 wins first time that's ever been done in NFL history. Not that that's, like that impressive you won two games by four points total in 6 days but you know what it's really hard to win in this league one game never mind two games never mind four games in a row two games on a short week with the long travel all that um you know you'll take it and then also uh just what this win does is it puts them in the sixth spot now in the NFC because with San Francisco losing in Seattle uh, they're you know six and six, but Washington has that tiebreaker because of their conference record, uh, and they are two games behind Dallas. So again, even if they beat Dallas this Sunday, they can't be in first place by the time uh, the day is over. But, you know, they at at least can move a a step closer, Uh, even though Dallas, again, would only be eight and five. Washington would be seven and six. They would trail by one game, but they would have the head-to-head tiebreaker. All right, we will get uh, our uh, analysis coming up here uh, before the end of the show, some other things that stood out to us. Uh, But first, guys, built Bar. That's right, built.com. Has your one stop shop for the holidays, right? If you're looking for a great Christmas gift, a stocking stuffer, or just a big old gift, right? You could do a big old gift pack. Go to built.com. They're going to help you um, get some wonderful, wonderful treats that are wonderful to taste. And your family or whoever you buy them for is going to thank you because they're not only decadent in flavor and covered in 100% soft and easy to chew chocolate, but they're not bad for you. They're great for you. Low in calories, low in sugar, net carbs and fat, high in protein. So many different flavors. You like mine, peanut butter, brownie, David's mint brownie. You like a little double chocolate cookies and cream. They got new flavors coming out. Bing, bang, boom. I mean, I've had a couple of of the different flavors. Oh, So good. Everything Built Bar does is just wonderful. Why waste time standing in line when you can just go to Built.com and get this amazing offer? If you use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your entire order. That's right. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at
2: Built.com. While you're enjoying that Built Bar, go check out our friends over at Online. Because while Bill Bar's got you covered for the delicious protein bar market, Bet Online's got you covered with your props, odds, and lines, more of them than ever before as football marches towards the playoffs. Betonline remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. So if you haven't already, head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. If you're not there for football action, you can get basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, or your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of everything available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. (music) Wrapping up today's Victory Monday episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at DHarrison82 at Russellmania621 and the show at LockedWFTPod. We've got more voicemails from happy Burgundy and gold fans. So let's hear Chris from another one.
4: Hey, Chris. Hey, David. It's A.W. from Northwest Florida. I just finished watching the game, and man, oh, man, after so many years of uh, turning the game off halfway through the first quarter because I had better things to do, whew, why I hung in there for this game just to, I don't know, shave a few few years off my life. But I tell you what, I think it was almost worth it. That was uh, fantastic. I just want to mention uh, something that I've noticed these past couple weeks, how slippery Heineke is. I know he's not a perfect quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but Man, I tell you, as he's getting more comfortable, as he's getting this experience, uh, he certainly earned the right, as I think you guys have said, uh, to be in the conversation, at least to compete next year for uh, the same position he currently holds. Uh, I'm just all too impressed. Uh, I really didn't think they had it in him. I wasn't confident that they were going to turn the corner this season, but they certainly have. Um, Shaka Tony and Casey Tuhill, uh, uh barring that one penalty, uh, you know, they're playing within the system and they're doing it. So why would you? Want to give up dancing with the girl that's dancing with you for the pretty one holding up the wall that all she wants to do is come in and step on your toes. And I, I hate to say it that way. I'm hoping that, uh, Sweat and, uh, and Chase come back, uh, and have, have learned, you know, from watching these young guys know their role, play the position, play the scheme. I think it's been a big advantage. And, uh, oh man, I'm just pumped. Thank you guys for all that you do. And I'm interested to hear your take, even though I haven't been calling, I have been listening. So, uh, God bless you guys and enjoy the rest of this victory. Peace. All
0: right. Thank you, A.W. Appreciate you uh, as always. um, And we know you're out there, uh, even if you don't call every day. That's fine. That's cool. We love to hear the passion. Uh, I know this was kind of heart instead (laughs) of heartbreak hotel. This was maybe heart attack hotel. I I don't know. But uh, the bottom line is, is you got to be, you know, it's sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And sometimes you just have to win ugly. And that's what I would uh, say this team has kind of been doing. And he's right about, I didn't notice Shaka Tony and Casey Hill as much, David, in my first run through the game live, uh, as much as I have in previous weeks. So I'll be on the lookout when I go back and watch the game again. But there's no doubt that they're playing more sound and disciplined on the entire defense. Absolutely. Um, and and they're tackling for the most part better, and they're not getting bludgeoned by big plays constantly. Uh, And, and hey, you know, a guy who I've been tough on, uh, Bobby McCain Mm. made a hell of a play on the final series for the Las Vegas Raiders. That could have easily, and it almost was, it could have easily been the game-winning touchdown, and we would have a different conversation that was a heck of a play and it obviously saved the win.
2: Yeah. I mean, players stepping up in the in the most important minutes. And and I think that, you know, Shaka and Casey, uh, they, they deserve a lot of credit, you know, like AW has given them they do. And, you know, you had a guest on earlier last week who pointed it out. We pointed it out when honestly when Chase went out, we kind of talked about it, said, listen, this could be a little bit of an improvement, you know, as, as it might be as you get some guys in there who aren't necessarily trying to be the hero, they're just trying to do their job. And sometimes you'd be surprised on how can that how that can actually improve a unit and and you know, it, nothing to say that, you know, when Chase gets back on the field and when Montez gets back to practice that they're not going to, you know, fill into their starter roles. But it's, it's like your guest said, it's like the listeners said, it's like we've been saying hopefully those guys are paying attention because we would love to have them listed up here in our plays and players at the game list someday.
0: No doubt. All right, let's get to the rest of our show because we are rapidly running out of time. They just don't give us enough time on these uh, Monday editions <laughs> after a big win. So my play of the game uh, we're going to go back to where we started tonight. Unfortunately, with Logan Thomas uh, again feared to have a torn ACL, but that touchdown on the final on the first drive of the game. David, they moved the football at will. They they started off with a big Antonio Gibson run for 22 yards play action to John Bates for 23 yards. Terry McLaurin made a great catch. Great throw by Taylor Heineke on third and 10. And then Logan, obviously with the sky high one-handed, you know, athletic grab uh, that again, not many tight ends can make uh, is what I'll say. And Logan Thomas, uh is is going to be missed but that to me was the play of the game for the washington football team
2: yeah absolutely and when you consider how the rest of the game went and how few points were actually scored if logan doesn't go up there and get that ball who knows how this game uh goes from that point on my play of the game is going to be taylor heineke's interception uh you know picked off by nate hobbs the raiders rookie defensive back i know it kind of sounds a little bit weird but again i'm a big advocate of teams learning through adversity and i think what taylor's going to learn from that interception and I think when and granted his arm was hit, but he was still throwing into triple coverage. And I think what he's going to learn from that near game ending interception probably would have been a pick six to another rookie Trevon Merrick, who I was super high on coming out of the draft uh, is he doesn't have to be the hero. And I know he already knows that, but I'm hoping that Scott Turner, you know, his, his quarterback coach, they're going to sit him down, look at those two plays and say, listen, these are plays you tried to do too much. These are what we're talking about. Look at all the other plays that you did where you didn't try to do too much and look at your teammates, pick you up. Don't try to do too much. Don't be Superman. There's a reason Cam Newton's not in Washington. We don't need that. My player of the game is going to be Antonio Gibson. 28 touches, 111 yards, and a touchdown. A steady presence for a team missing J.D. McKissick. Um, And and I think it was really huge. And then, you know, Logan Thomas goes out of the game as well. Running backs and tight ends were going to be a big part of this game the entire time. Plus, A.G. hitting 2,000 scrimmage yards for his career in this game as well. So a very big milestone for him personally. And I think he had a huge impact on this game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you definitely miss J.D. McKissick. There's no doubt about it, but Antonio Gibson being good, tough, uh, meant you didn't have to necessarily expose Jarrett Patterson to a lot. Or and, and you even saw a bunch of Wendell Smallwood, uh, quite honestly, yeah. in third down J.D. McKissick type situations. My player of the game, Brian Johnson, the new place kicker, not only the game winning or go ahead, but ultimately game winning forty eight yard field goal in a big time pressure spot, but also David, he did his job. Two extra points. That's all I'm asking for my place kicker to do. Yep. You walk, you watch the NFL every Sunday, every Monday, every Thursday the place kickers in this league are wretched and Brian Johnson just did his job. Two extra points. Thank you very much. Plus the game winning 48 yard field goal, which obviously could have backfired on Ron Rivera. Uh, Not bad on the kickoffs, a couple of ones short, but you know, you'll live with that. Uh, I'm, I'm totally down. Brian Johnson, the new place kicker, the fourth one of the year, my player of the game. All right, unfortunately, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks to LP, Hogskins, and AW. We got a lot of guys with different acronyms and nicknames and all that good stuff. Uh, thank you for making today's episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you have a question or a topic you want us to discuss, or you just want to yell, rant, rave, uh, it's 301-615-3577. That's our voicemail line, 301-615-3577. For David Harrison, uh, who is covering the Washington football team, on SI.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Matt show on the flagship station for the Washington football team, the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We'll be back throughout the week with much more episode content and getting you ready for hours right here. On Watch the Football Team podcast.
3: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.